Welcome to the Infinity Bros Podcast, the only podcast that is perfectly balanced as all things should be. I am your host, Max Mosier, here today to talk about Black Panther Wakanda Forever. With me are two of my other Infinity Bros. First, it is Infinity Bro Robbie. Robbie, how are you? I am doing great tonight. I'm still wearing a polo, which is uh, very rare for me, but we had our football banquet and I came home and joined you lovely bros for a lovely night of podcasting. Did you win an award? I did not win an award, which was very disappointing. I thought I did a really good job on the sideline this year, but apparently not good enough. Well, that's disappointing. Um, it is. All right. Well, Mark, I mean, that's going to be tough to follow, I guess. Uh, Infinity Bro Mark's here. Mark, how are you? I'm here. I'm wearing uh, my oldest Patriots shirt that is Reebok branded. Look how, look how oh, old it is. Reebok. Sure. Yeah, right, 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 right. Oh, right. yeah. It's, it's wow. ancient. Yeah. So Which, old. how many Super Bowls did they have when you had that one? Uh, I mean, I think one or two at that time. So, you know, oh, only a handful. Yeah. I must, uh, I'm so sorry for you. Yeah. And they went on to win more and be in more, too. So, like, that was pretty it's nice. Not, this isn't a sports podcast, Mark. Let's Maybe it is, though. Okay, can we just not talk about it? Welcome to the Finny Bro Sports Podcast <laughs> with your host, Mark Big Papa Pump Jones. <laughs> Let's get the show on the road, guys. <laughs> as mark mocked at the beginning i'm your host max Mosier. thank you for listening wherever you're listening however you're listening thanks for making us part of your podcast experience you can check us out on facebook instagram twitter twitch discord and tiktok that was the other one i was like i have my list what's on what's the last one on the list TikTok. we're not a, oh, a mastodon yet we're not we're not a mastodon what is that i know is it the black ranger is that what we're talking about yeah yeah mastodon see okay. tiger it's the it's the new Twitter that people are leaving because of Mr. Oh, correct. No, we're not on Mastodon yet, Mark. Not should, on Mastodon yet. So, thanks should, for the political joke, Mark. Hope you're, hope you're happy. Hope you're it's happy political. Yeah, is it political? Yeah, is it, it political? I think you just made it political. I think. Yeah. It, <laughs> thanks for the political commentary. Yeah, political. I'm sorry. I bleed red like the rest of you. I didn't know mastodons were political. I guess we can't like dinosaurs now. <laughs> what? Uh, we're going to talk about Black Panther <laughs> in this one, guys. It's going to be a good one. We're going to review it and we're going to spoil review it. So if you have not seen it, go see the movie and then come back and listen. But we want to make sure that you know that we're going to spoil this movie top to bottom. So we're going to go ahead and put our spoiler warning right here. This is prepare yourself at Infinity Bros. Prepare yourself. Spoiler. And then we're going to um, go ahead and communicate how we rate things on this podcast and how we rate things so that you understand our rating system. It's pretty simple. We'll put that bumper right here. Here on the Infinity Bros podcast, everything is ranked from a zero to six point scale. Zero meaning horrible and six meaning absolutely excellent. If all of the Infinity Bros rank something a six, it gets an infinity step. Do you think there's been somebody who's listened and gone like one to six? One to six. Can't get it. If they watch the live YouTube video, they'll be very confused because I'm too lazy to put those in. Huh. I'm going to do that now because I actually know what the time was. Do, like, when the I don't know something. When, I, Maybe when do I don't know when the time is. Yeah, but then I would have to listen to the whole sure, podcast. Sure, I get oh, it. Gosh. <laughs> it's almost like you'd have to edit the whole thing. Right? You have to listen, listen to the whole podcast and edit it all. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like Every something episode. a madman would do. <laughs> why, would, why would somebody do that? That's ridiculous. That sounds hey, just silly. Max made his own bed. He can sleep in it. 
anyway, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Um, I want to start, Mark, with our ratings of the first Black Panther before we get into this. Uh, tell us your thoughts coming into this movie of the first Black Panther and what Chadwick Boseman in particular as an actor meant to you in that role. I guess just off the top, probably if for me, it probably was a close six out of six, if not like a five point eight out of six. I thought the movie was great. Um, I thought Chadwick Boseman like killed it as uh, as Black Panther. I feel like this. I don't know what more to say besides it set up something like like how it ended. You wanted more of that world with Chadwick in it, and we kind of obviously now knowing what all transpired since that movie, we don't get that. And then we get what we got in Black Panther 2. Robbie, your thoughts on the first Black Panther and Chadwick Boseman. Um, the first Black Panther, I can't remember exactly what I gave it here on the show. Um, but just sitting here thinking about it now, I would give it a solid 5.8. Um, I think our our talk about uh, the CGI uh, is 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 out there if you want to listen to past episodes you definitely can the cgi in the in the end of that movie is just terrible and then the uh decision to kill killmonger is just also unforgivable in my opinion um but outside of that just chadwick boseman as the black panther um it's definitely and i think it's even felt in this movie it's something that's going to be really really difficult um for marvel to replace um, the way that he carries himself, um, the way that like just how he he did such a good job at, you know, being he could be really, really intense or he could really seem like this very caring, like he, like slow to anger king. Um, and he did such a good job blending those two things as a Black Panther. And it's it's it is a monumental task to replace him. Um, so I think. Disney's on the right path, but it's it's just going to continue to be difficult. When I watched this and I came out of it, one thing that really struck me was I'm talking about the second one right now was how much I felt the absence of Bozeman's death, but also how much his death reminds me of the year 2020 in particular. Just there's a lot of things that happened that year. And obviously the whole world knows this, but like. Robbie, you and I were big, big Laker fans. So like Kobe Bryant's death, in my opinion, it's it's very close to Chadwick Boseman's death. Uh, I, I would that era is just they all kind of remind me of each other is how I'll say it. So that that part was surprisingly more emotional. And so I actually I give Black Panther a six out of six still. Yes, the CGI was absolutely terrible in the third act, but what that movie did originally was really, really special. And Bozeman in particular, I think back even to Civil War was just an absolute treat and treasure. And uh, yeah, his absence is felt. But that's this movie, right? This movie is essentially honoring him. This is his this is his love letter from the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So it's going to be talked about throughout the episode. So we don't need to harp on that. I just want to be able to know the ratings beforehand before we got into this one. So we're going to go ahead and officially rank uh, Wakanda forever. Let me go ahead and give the synopsis for this. The people of Wakanda fight to protect their home from interviewing world powers as they mourn the death of King T'Challa. This is written and directed by Ryan Coogler. Uh, Joe Robert Cole also gets a screenplay credit. This stars Letitia Wright, Lupita Nyong'o, Denai Guerrera, Winston Duke, Angela Bassett, Tina Cuerta, Martin Freeman, Dominique Thorne, 
Florence Kasumba, Mike, uh, Michelle Cole, Alex Livinali, and Mabel Cadena. Uh, I think that's everybody. There weren't any. Uh, we also need to do Julie, 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 Julia Louis Ray. You got it, Max. Just sound it out. How is that the name I messed up? I don't know Julia why. Julia Louis-Dreyfus. How is that, that was... the name? Of all the names. It's of all names. I don't know the... why you, why don't know why you te- screwed te- that up. Te-he, te-he, the, the. That's the one. Every time. It's, it's There's always one. That's the one. Her. She's in it. Um, And yeah, it is the sequel to Black Panther we talked about at the beginning. So uh, I'm going to start with you this time, Robbie. Robbie, tell me your rating of Black Panther Wakanda Forever. I, I Even right now, I'm kind of just in between a few so i'm gonna give it a 4.25 um i don't think it's a great movie i think there are a lot of great things in it i think there's a lot of things that it struggled um with especially pacing wise and then just like and we, me and mark had talked about this already but like the repercussions in this movie seemed off um there's just there's just things here and there that really make you go huh that that was an odd choice um but there's still so much good there's still a lot of really good building in this movie um so in no means did i not enjoy it and also the 4.25 is is in no way shape or form a hate on the chadwick boseman love that they showed in this movie if it was just that if we just had like a tribute movie or a, a a 10 minute tribute just to chat with Bozeman. I mean, then it would be six out of six. Like there's some great stuff that they do, um, trying to navigate around that. I don't, I don't know what you call it, that situation with Chad with Bozeman passing away. They, they, it was a very difficult job. So I think a 4.25 is where I'm sitting. Um, and I, st- I think even a 4.25, I would consider a success for what they had to try to do in this movie, dealing with real life, things with Chadwick Boseman passing away. I think it was a very difficult task for Ryan Coogler. So I think a 4.25 is still okay. Um, But obviously a lot of people I think have very strong opinions on how good this movie was. Um, And a lot of those opinions seem to be emotionally driven. Um, Yes, I would agree. Yeah, I would agree with that. It's a, but it is, it is a solid movie, but I don't think it's as good as, what a lot of people are saying on the internet all right mark we're gonna go to you because you and robbie apparently have had some dialogue beforehand so let's go ahead and transition to you um i'm gonna give it an even four out of six okay i also which can... okay side note for those that have never listened to the show mark always rates things a little inflated in my opinion so this is like i for me i gotta process the fact that you just gave something below a 4.5 this is very excited to hear more about this. Go ahead. Sorry. I, I definitely feel like they're like what Robbie said, like how consequences just like weren't really like thought out well with hmm. some situations where like people get killed and everyone like at the end of the day is like, oh, let's go make some chicken. We're fine. Um, but literally it's what happens in a, in a one scene to yeah. the next. Um, yeah. Hmm. Uh, I thought it was too dang long. Like, yeah, like I've never thought I would ever say that about a Marvel movie being too long. And I don't know if I just had a long day. It was late. I get tired now because I'm a father and I'm sleepy when it's midnight. Maybe. No. <laughs> but I'm, I'm literally watching this. Like, why do we have so much freaking dialogue? Yeah. Like over the stuff when it could be like, just snap it up. 
and I and I, I I enjoyed and I cared about the tributes. I thought the opening to this movie where it was just all Chadwick Boseman scenes with like that marble flip, I was like, mm, Chef's kiss, Googler. Do, do I, was the movie like? Did it look stunning? Absolutely. Did what they did with Namor as a as an antagonist? Chef's kiss. I loved it. Mm. I wanted more Namor, but the story they told with Shuri, um, I'm just like. I'm done. And I don't know if that's just like, I just didn't want to tell me more. Get into the nitty gritty here. Tell me why you're done. Tell me what you mean by you're done. I just don't, I just don't like the actress. I think that's what I really came down to. It's like, I just don't like her delivery as Shuri and just like, and then kind of probably just like soft tossed in some of like the bits and pieces. And especially with, um, um, Ironheart. No, no, I liked Ironheart. I like all, I like what she did. It was just like the main plot. What they did with Shuri is like, I just wasn't a fan and hmm. like I don't like how they made Mbaku kind of just like a Drax for this this group of people, and and it's like at the end of my day, it's like I wanted Mbaku to be the Black Panther, which then my how they kind of set it up at the end, it's like mm, maybe he becomes the evil guy eventually, so we finally get that happening because doesn't he become like the isn't his actual like villain name the Black Ape or something like that? So like that might actually happen. Man Ape, Man Ape, Man-Ape. thank you. Um, so maybe that's what we're setting up. Um, I just like when they, when she got killed at the end or when she got stabbed, I was like, this is amazing. What are they going to do here? I really thought like they're just making this, they're just, they're just taking out everyone in this family. We're just going to get a brand new slate of people. That's what I really thought. Right, right, right. And, and then they ended with like this mid credit scene again, where it's like, it doesn't really advance the, like the whole story. It's just like, here's another character that we have to now care about. That, you know, I just, oh man. Well, you guys are right. I am way not with you at all. <laughs> you guys were absolutely right. I was not with you. I didn't think you were going and, to be. No, you guys were absolutely right. With, yeah. with um, Madam Hydra and, sure. and Mart, Martin, uh, what's his name? The other guy. Uh, you know, Martin, Martin Freeman. Martin Freeman's character, uh, Ross. But, like, yeah. They're like side story stuff. It's completely like, useless. Just, yeah, it seemed useless. Yes. The, A lot of it's the, seemed, you're, you're speaking to the marriage storyline that was like, <laughs> Yeah, it's like, oh, okay, sure. And exactly, it's like they were married. Like, obviously, she has a lot of pull to do stuff. She's clearly listening to people. So, like, is that the setup that she's going to be the villain? Like, for we'll talk about her a little bit later. I want to, I want to, we're going to die. And how we but, break but things yeah, down on this, on this show still, is we, yeah. I told my, I told my before I've like, I didn't go with her because I was with the boys this weekend. We went to the, I was in the cities. And I told her, and it's like, you can go to the movie, but I will, I will stay home with our child and you can make it, uh, you day because I can I don't think I can stand sitting or wow. sit in the theater another two hours and forty minutes again hmm. to watch it. I could I said this. I think I said this to you guys. I enjoyed internals more in the theater than I did. Ooh, like, you did say that, Mark. Ooh, you did yeah. say that. That's a bummer. And I I would put this about at the same level as Eternals. Yeah, I think I have Eternals at a four. I and like I left the theater for Eternals enjoying that. So I don't know if they should. Man, you're not you're know. not you're not bad mouthing Eternals. You're, you're not, saying, and I'm not, and I don't yeah. want to say I'm bad mouthing Black Panther too. I'm not one of those guys that are just like or trolls on the internet that just like just hate it just outright. But sure, and like you said, like yeah, take my rating with a grain of salt. Usually, everything Marvel I love. I'm I'm very like, shocked at your. I'm I'm more shocked at your rating than Robbie's rating. Robbie's rating is par for the course for Robbie. And I'll end it like this: Black Panther two, Phase four is what Captain Marvel was for Phase three. 
for me. Okay, first like of all, watch your story. mouth. Watch your mouth, okay? We got introduced, no, we got, we got introduced two baloney. new characters, and that's all that matters to the whole story. Okay, all right, we're, we're ready. This is better than, right. it's better than Captain Marvel. I you two have had your moment. It is Give me more. better, better than, than Captain Marvel. Marvel. It's better than Captain Marvel. But that doesn't take much. That's it is not in my. Here's, here's what I I'll say. I would agree with that. It is better than Captain Marvel by all. Here's what I'll say. Okay, here we go. Yeah, because it's a bad movie. <laughs> Listen up, little. little can I go now? Is it? Can I go? I've let you guys talk. Listen up, little six-year-old chat. Can I talk? Can I talk? <laughs> I thought this was America. Um, Listen up. Listen up, fourteen-year-old Black Panther, six-year-old. Yeah, yeah, Chadwick Boseman's son is supposed to be six. And the dude looks like he's ten or like he's, yeah, he's ten or about to go get his permit. Like he's, what is happening? He's Robbie's that son. Was, that was terrible. Um, no, it wasn't. Um, that was, no, that was no. not. It was great. And I'm gonna we'll defend it. it. So here we go. I'm gonna one go. The, yeah, this is gonna be a, is when Shuri goes into the astral plane. Loved, loved that. Loved that. Surprise. We'll talk about all. We'll talk about all this. Yeah. Let me talk. Oh. Just shut up. Okay, here we go. Hey, Max, hey, Max, um, Max, go on disagree i disagree on a couple points but i actually do agree on some points so um here's where i'll start and i think all three of us What's agree a rating? Give, give us a rating i'm gonna give my rating at the end but no, i'm gonna I answer right i want to i want to speak to some things right first now. no I black panther one black panther one is better than black is 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 better than black panther wakanda forever i think we all agree on that yeah and i don't understand why that's like crazy to say right now i know soups in particular a tiktok star is getting a lot of heat for saying that because I think, Robbie, I think you hit this on the head. This is an emotionally charged movie. And to attack it with the slightest bit of um, any with any issues is it feels, I think, charged to people. I think you both I'll be interested to kind of break down a little more of what you're talking about with some of your nitty gritty things. But I'm hearing some things that I'm like, no, I think I, I, if that is your interpretation of that, I can walk away understanding why you think that. So I. I would start there. I don't think either of you are being ridiculous there. I do think Black Panther one's better, and I think we all agree on that. Um, I think the Shuri's storyline worked for me very much so. And I actually have a couple of comparisons I'll make that too, that to defend my point, because I was a little worried about that argument coming in on this show with you two. Um, the Namor was tremendous. Uh Namor was Chef's Kiss. I I there's still to me, I'm still processing it. Killmonger is like one of the best villains in the history of the MCU. Namor is either right there or not that far behind, in my opinion. So I think Ryan Coogler just in general knows how to write a great villain. And that's well, where I'm really impressed by. Did him. you hear? I know you sent. Did you send us a thing where all the movie inspirations? That yes, you, I was going to. I was going to say those, those. Are like like villain centric. Like yep, all the things. So so Coogler's in an interview talked about all these movies that he felt inspiration from and they're all 90s major villain movies so you got like jurassic park with the scale of the dinosaurs you've got terminator 2 with arnold schwarzenegger and uh the the shifting uh i forget the robot's name but you guys get the understanding and i it's just he's such a fascinating director to me and i want to talk about the him real quick because robbie i think you nailed this too I think this movie is a success regardless of what people think. The fact that Coogler pulled this thing off. Yeah. With the grace. Yes, it's campy, but like it actually to me felt it felt like no, I, I, I'm following your story. I like it. I, I was very impressed. And not recasting the role, which I not still, recasting. I still to this day think they should have done it. I, I, I hold I, to that. I agree with that, too. You and I have held really? to that. We, I think, we 
Mark and I have said yeah, that I don't, for a long time. I don't, yeah, I don't agree with that at all. I don't think you can. I think recasting that would have been even more of a hill to climb. What about James Bond? Do you think that should have been just Sean Connery until he died? No, that's that's totally different. different. How is it different? Yes, it's a fictional because this is a this is a linear storyline that keeps so, going so that we've so had they going. Have Rhodey after James Terrence. Bond's not a linear well, we storyline. Oh, Rhodey shouldn't have been recast as Don Cheadle when Terrence Howard didn't. Rhodey's Rhodey. Who cares? Rhodey doesn't have the culture. No, that that doesn't. Not even as a Rhodey didn't have the cultural impact that Chadwick Boseman had. Then having Harrison Ford come in. Okay, if. If RDJ would have passed away, you would have replaced him. Of course, you get Tom someone. Cruise, you get someone. Tom Cruise someone would have replaced RDJ. The studios wanted Tom Cruise to play him, and the M- and the MCU dies. So here's uh, getting back to my <laughs> review. Mark, calm down. Um, <laughs> it's a charged episode. Um, no, I I actually disagree with you guys. I think the story really worked. I really really liked Shuri's. I, I think it worked in the context of. There were people grieving this, and I think there were people grieving his death. And and I I said at the start of my review, like or the start of this, like Bozeman's death is so wrapped up in everything that happened in 2020. That was my fear, Mark, for why should we not recast him? Because why should we go through all that again? It's been years. Like we need to move on from 2020. That was always my thought. My thought was like, you're gonna make us all go back in 2022 and do this all over again mentally. I just, I I didn't want to do that. And I think Coogler really, really crushed it. Yes, Robbie, there are flaws. Robbie, Coogler cannot get a third act CGI thing together. He cannot do it. I love Riri Williams. I think it was better. It was better. It was better, but I'm saying this. I love Riri Williams as, as as a character. I was shocked at how much I loved her. I hated the CGI on her stuff. I like I like the concept of it. I think it can look better. You guys have been making jokes of comparing it to a Megazord. I think that's a very fair comparison. It looks like a Power Ranger. Exactly. It looked like like a high end Power Ranger. I'm okay with it, but I'm saying you can do better. Iron Man one looked way better. We can do better. We if that's what we're going to do, let's make it look better. With her suit, though, what I think is difficult is it's a lot of it we saw during the daylight and her suit was bright colors. So I know that's more difficult to look make it not look I'm just you know, saying I don't think Coogler has gotten the third act fight sequence down yet. I think that's his big crux. So that to me is why I'm going to say I don't want him doing Secret Wars. I don't want him doing those movies because he can tell a great story and do a great villain. And maybe he's Kang and I know Kang Dynasty is going to be Daniel De, uh Cretan, but I don't want him doing Secret Wars because I don't trust him with that third act. All yeah. this to be said, this to me is an accomplishment by I, I believe I use the word um, brilliance in, in my review on Twitter. I stand by that. I think Coogler really crushed this. I don't think it's that great of a movie, Robbie. Like I currently have it on my list all time as 16th all time. And that includes all the TV shows. I have it under Captain Marvel. I think Captain Marvel is better, um, but I have it above some others that are that are notable no. to people. I have it above. I have it above Werewolf by Night. I have it above Iron Man 3. I have it above uh, Thor Love and Thunder, which I liked. Um, I have it above Eternals. I think I think the point I make is this movie has a lot to say. I think Shuri is going to be an interesting character moving forward. I'm interested to see the consequences you guys are talking about because I'm sure there's going to be some points you make that are fair. My rating right now today is a 5.2 out of 6. I don't think this is perfect, but I think the hand dealt... I'm I'm really honestly shocked they didn't nuke it. I'm shocked they didn't go. We can't do it. We're not going back. 
Like, I, I just think they, they should have considered that. So look, I get it. You're lazy and coffee from the grocery store is just as good as ordering from somewhere like Mini World's Tavern, right? Wrong. That's dumb. And you should feel so dumb for thinking that. Does your local grocery store donate a portion of their proceeds to charity? Actually, you know, if they do that, that is kind of awesome. But we guarantee that Mini World's Tavern does that. Besides, it's not like your grocery store provides an amazing monthly blend with added RPG-themed bonuses. That's a limited edition Mini World's Tavern exclusive, baby. They are the online coffee brand that's perfect for game night. Guys, I should know. Before every podcast and every time I go live on Twitch, I fill an entire bathtub full of great old one, and I do my best Lord Harkonnen impression. Guys, grab a bag for yourself right now. Go to www.miniworldstavern.com slash theinfinitybros, all one word. And guess what? You're going to save yourself 10% at checkout. But good for them, and I, I'm impressed. So let's talk about characters individually. You guys, Mark, you were really passionate about Letitia Wright as Shuri. Let's talk about her. What in her story arc really did not connect for you in particular? I don't know if it's like her just selfish nature that kind of just bothers me. Where like at this point, it's what? It's been six years and you still act like a child. Like that's what I, I don't know if that's what really bothers me or like her just inability to take orders. I don't know if that's just supposed to be her character. I don't know. I just I just couldn't buy it. I just couldn't buy it with her as Shuri this in this movie. Robbie, why do you think they chose right? Why do you think they chose Shuri? I was just going to hit on what kind of Mark was saying, too, like and and I don't really know why you would choose Shuri, because they talked about it with that Killmonger scene, the the astral paint plane that we haven't got to yet um, and talking about who who would she be? And, you know, Killmarker's going through all like, would you be noble? Would you be like me and like attack your enemies and all that stuff? And it's like she doesn't fit any of those when I think of her as the actor and how they've portrayed her. And I'm just like, how is this going to work moving forward? I think that's also a big question because she's not at least she doesn't portray herself as like this noble queen or whatever. She doesn't portray herself as like this go and destroy everything thing or uh, like, like antagonist or protagonist or whatever. So I don't know where that goes. I think it's going to be really jarring to see her with the other, you know, Avengers and best of the MCU. I think she's going to seem out of place. It, it just doesn't, I don't you think know. She's gonna that... be, you think she's going to be more out of place than like Miss Marvel? I mean, for some people, well, she I, I love I she Hulk, but like, do you, you are, really think she's going to be out of place with Miss Marvel, She-Hulk? Miss Marvel and She-Hulk are TV shows that haven't... Well, they're all going to be in there. Who, Everyone's going to well, be in there when know. it comes to that. So Miss Marvel's going to get a little part, bit... I think. She's going to get a little hardened when she has to now fight wherever she went and swap with Captain Marvel. So I think we're going to see her battle-tested in the, in the Marvels, where it's like, we kind of already seen Shuri in fights. She was fought, fought in Endgame. So like, she's had all this fighting experience, but still acts... Like a child to me. And it's just like it's so it just I, I'm just me. I'm just more making a point that like I think there's there's other characters there are other characters that are more jarring in my opinion around others than and, than her. and um uh, what's her name got disbanded from the Dormelage. Uh what's her name from Dormelage that got kicked out when she let Shuri get McCoy. 
Okoye. I was like, okay, great. They're going to make her be the Black Panther. She's perfect. I was like, mm, that's has, what I thought was going to kiss. And then yeah. they, that doesn't happen. They give her that freaking suit. So it's like, why don't you just make a thousand of those Mark, suits? Are you, Mark, then, are you doing the thing that you've mocked me for and being mad that they didn't do what you wanted? Is that what I'm hearing right now? Oh, no, I'm just be, I'm in, imitating you if you were didn't like Black Panther 2. <laughs> <laughs> No, Okoye should have been the Black Panther. I I will say this, Max. Max, I went to this movie with very little expectations, except having (laughs) having Doctor Doom or Apocalypse be the bad guy in the end. That's about it. That's about. I was pretty bummed that Doom wasn't in it. And yes, I wanted Mbaku to be Black Panther, but I knew that wasn't going to be sure. No, no, no. We saw that in the trailer. We knew it was going to be a female based on how how they're portrayed. Yeah. Uh, Here's here's why Shuri works for me, and I want to talk about this. So I want I want to hear it. I. Yeah, I, I think the comparison I make with Shuri is this is, is it's very parallel to the arc, um, not beat for beat, but there are similar themes in the arc of Peter Parker in the most recent Spider-Man movie, Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen that. What's that? What's that movie? Forgive me. The, the name. No way what's home? the name? No way. No home, way home. I, all the home names get me mixed up. So, yeah, you know, in yeah, I think it's a small movie. Yeah. It was a very good movie. And I, I loved that arc, too. I think Peter in that movie experienced an arc of he was going to kill Green Goblin. And like throughout the movie, he's like, I'm going to just send these guys back. And the whole time people around him are telling him that's not what Spider-Man does. And that's a similar parallel. I felt here with Shuri. I felt the whole movie, the people around her were like, not articulating that she's the Black Panther as, as much on the nose as in Spider-Man, but they're looking at her like, look, we need the Black Panther. I know you don't believe in the tradition. I know you don't believe in what your brother and your dad, and she knows all this, also the information about her dad from the previous Black Panther movie that taints that tradition. She looked at that with disdain. You obviously get the Thanos situation where that takes away her brother for five years. I think that worked for me. I really bought that storyline. And the thing that I really bought here was the the way that Letitia Wright portrayed the grief and how she you talked about the opening scene, Mark. Man, I thought she crushed that. And I think oh, yeah. that to me is what sold all of this, where I think this gets muddy. And I, I think you guys have a point is in the third act, the transition from her meeting with Killmonger. There's no like resolution in that meeting is kind of what I am gathering you kind of articulating here. There's no like I'm going to be noble or I'm going to be bad or whatever terminology he used. I'm going to be both. She didn't even say that. She just like hit the thing and then got mad. I would have loved in that moment to clear up this argument for her to go. I'm going to be both (laughs) and go. We're going to go kill Namor like And then she comes to the resolution. The point I make with all of this is it was a very, very similar arc to Peter Parker in the newest Spider-Man. The the first Spider-Man from the very first one, Tobey Maguire, stops him from killing Green Goblin. Angela Bassett stops her from killing Namor in this. I felt that those beats were similar. And so I I have a hard time hearing that argument that her her arc didn't work because I'm like, well, we loved it in Spider-Man. Why can't we love it here? Do I think she's like fully set up? No, but I think... Nobody was fully set up is kind of my argument. I think the argument would work if someone else would have been on the beach with her and Namor. If someone else was there, like 
like Ironheart? You think if Ironheart was there with her to say it? I don't. Or? I don't know because I have my I have lots of thoughts on on Ironheart. Um, but it, I I feel like if it was two people fighting Namor and like she gets a chance to kill him and like one stops her because like Spider Man was going to kill Hob- or kill the Goblin. Yes, hundred percent. Kill Goblin. Yeah. So it's like I think then I think I would one hundred percent agree. I think that would make a lot of sense that like someone needed to like pull her back. And and maybe they wanted it to seem like it was, you know, you know, Chadwick Boseman pulling her back. But it's like it didn't it didn't hit it didn't hit well enough for me. That was so missed when she like, you know, gets that scene where it's with her mom. I was like, that would have been perfect that it's Chadwick, like just CGI Chadwick Boseman. You're saying the shots that she you're saying the shots she saw on the beach at the end him that's when that montage should have if it would have been chadwick Boseman, and if they could have if they could have got like blessed to do like do the hologram thing or use all your money on the cgi and then just like five seconds right yeah for five seconds just to have him just standing in front of her or something that would have i'm getting goosebumps just thinking about what that would have looked like i think i don't think they landed that well i think is i can see that i can see that it worked for me robbie but i totally i just want you to hear I don't think you're, you guys are nuts for that. I think I got the vibe that it was like, we're kind of hurrying this up a little bit, but I've, I've always, I felt the whole time watching this. I was like, Letitia Wright is exploring grief. And we'll talk about phase four in a minute at the end of this too. I think Marvel made a very intentional decision to make everything about grief in this whole story arc. Um, phase and I think this the was e- the cap. It's the emo phase of the MCU. That's what it is. <laughs> it's Robbie's yeah. favorite phase. Uh, Lupita Nyong'o as Nakia. This was a wild. This was a wild character in this because she doesn't show up till the second act. She goes undercover to save Shuri with Namor, and we'll talk about him a little bit too. But you guys both touched on this. It is revel- it is revealed that she left after Bozeman's uh, uh, T'Challa passes in Infinity War. And it's revealed she left because she was pregnant, which did you kind of think they were going to go a pregnant story arc in this? Because I to me, that felt like a layup to me. But I didn't. I mean, when the movie ended, I was like, oh, I guess they're not. I guess they're not going to do that. So so then the post credit scene really bamboozled me, in my opinion. Can you guys tell me more about why her giving birth to this six year old bothered you guys so much? Because it really impacted me. But I'll talk about that in a sec. I, it, it wasn't about her having a kid. It's that the six-year-old child was 14. <laughs> you just didn't like the actor like, they chose. <laughs> yeah, the, the actor they chose was not a six-year-old child. Oh, like, totally. if you wanna, I can live with like, that. that. That, like, uh, if you want to go with that storyline, sure, whatever. I, like, I don't know. It's kind of on the nose to make it more emotional, I guess. Sure. Um, but if you want to go with that, fine. But, like, make the kid believable. Like, and, and maybe that's just me as a father of a six-year-old just being like, that is not a six-year-old. Hmm. Uh, but... I I don't know. That was about, that was my only thing. I was like, "What is this twelve year old out here doing?" Like, right? I don't know. That was my only. That was my real only issue. And I feel like that, that should have been the ending of the movie. And like my gripe is like the mid credit scene. I feel like they have like not really done that at all in these movies. This except for like Shang Chi. Like progress the story. Like what's next? I mean, they kind of they did a little bit like a little tease with Doctor Strange, but like. Like, what's next? Like, what else is going on that, like, you know, is going to have to involve the Black Panther? Like, what's what? How does it connect to, like, Ant-Man? Like, I that's why I want mid credit scenes. That's why I was just like, yeah, with that scene. Yeah, I don't. 
I don't know if that was a realistic expectation for this one, Mark, given what the I mean, even just how people are talking about this movie in defense of it. I just don't know if people I don't know if that was going to work. I think people would have really attacked Marvel if they had done that. I I hear you because it's a Marvel Cinematic Universe movie, but this is one of the few that I can give it a pass on. But um, I'm trying to find the the actor who plays is, is Divine Love Kanadu's son, and I can't find his age. I tried. I'm trying, Robbie. I'm trying to find out just for the sake of like, <laughs> I'm curious. The actual actor. Like, I really want to know his age now because I'm like, oh, well, I'm curious. I'm curious to see what his age is. Just, but I can't find anything. So is what it is. <clears throat> Maybe we'll find it later. Um, Mark, Winston Dukes and Baku, you have some strong criticisms. I want to give you the floor on this. Talk to me more about him. I just felt he was too goofy. And I thought he was supposed to be taken more serious. I just feel like that's what we got in the first Seemed movie. unbalanced. Um, yeah. I mean, which then in my first thought when I saw him walk in, like eating a meat stick, I was like, he's he's a he's a scroll. He's a scroll. He's not himself. He's not the same person. That was my that's what I said thought oh to my myself gosh, right Mark, away. You're probably right. And then like, you know, he's he's yes. like he's been told that Namor is, is just like a B.A. guy and he's going to beat him up, like attacks him and then gets like his chest crushed in. Well, not only that, not only yeah. that, Mark, but the Mbaku from the first movie wanted to fight. Yeah. And this he one wanted doesn't to always fight. This Mbaku wanted to retreat. Totally out of his character. Mark, he's a scroll. I think you're right. It makes complete sense. He was pushing them to retreat. Where did he have them retreat? In his backyard. So and this is what they do. He he, he aligns himself <laughs> oh gosh, right away. This is such a revelation tells, to me. And tells her that, like, you know, he promised Chadwick that he would, I mean, uh, yeah, that yeah. do this. And at the end, he's like, I want to become king. If you remember that, he's like, yeah. he challenges for the for the seat. So the dude is trying to take over Wakanda. And who else who wants to infiltrate Wakanda? Scrolls. Oh, my word. Yeah, so, dude, you're right. He's a scroll. I'm all in. I'm all in. <laughs> he's a scroll. It makes complete sense. Great actor to pick, too. We just lost Scott listening. He was in us. He was in us. Yeah, it's him. Yeah, Mark, I'm in. Yeah. There's a whole episode where I just predict who the scrolls are throughout the universe. Dude, it's, it, it makes oh. him. Yeah, you got Yeah, 100%. Hulk. Hulk. I'm, I love scroll watch. I love scroll watch. I it's love, the best. I love you guys. All right, Robbie, I am very fascinated because I think this is where you and I might have fisticuffs. No, I, I just, no. I No, 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 no. no, no. I'm not talking about this. No, I'm talking no. about the next character I'm going to talk about. Dominique Thorne, who plays Riri Williams. <laughs> Robbie, you said you have a lot to say. I want to hear what you have to say, because I'm going to be this is the character I'll be defensive about. So and this is it's not uh, it's not her fault. It's the writing. Um, the first half. OK, splitting the time that we meet her to the end of the movie, the first half of meeting her and who she is as a character. Freaking A plus. I was all in on who this character was. Loved everything about her. I think the writing was really, really good. Um, and then they gave her a uh, Power Rangers Iron Man, Iron Heart suit, Iron Man suit um, that she made. It looked it, worse than the first suit. It looks terrible. The first suit also, looked way better than the second suit. Yeah. And then she's also just like she's a college kid that is now also willing to fight for the Wakandans and kill people with weapons. All right, don't, don't agree with you here. <laughs> This is where we're going to no, no, no. What do you what do you not agree with here? No. She goes from being a college kid who like picks up a heater to throw at a at a at, at Shuri. And now she's in an Ironheart suit fighting 
freaking Atlanteans, like, and she's just fine with trying to kill people. Like that doesn't make sense. I don't, they don't do enough building with her for that to make sense. Okay. So your argument is that the building isn't there for Riri Williams. That's what you're saying. Yeah. Basically. Okay. I, I can hear that, that you would have liked more. You would have liked more, more communication on who this character is more, more character development. Oh, I loved her as a character in the first part, first half of the movie. Just keep her as that. Let her grow into that. I role. think this character was great top to bottom. This was the surprise of the whole movie to me. This this was actually I I Mark, you talk about expectations coming to me. My expectation with Ironheart, I was like, oh, man, this is this could be the miss of the movie if they get this wrong. And I think she was pivotal. She was so important to this story. Like she's the reason that Wakanda and um, Talakan are fighting like huge ramifications for her being in this movie. Um, I, the one thing I don't like about her, Robbie, is that she has zero connection, at least as of now to Tony Stark. That's my only, like, I would have making her armor in a tank top, probably in a cave. So like, what more do you want? They did a a lot of, of they did a lot of (laughs) parallels to him and her. They did a lot of parallels and it was, that was like, I loved that. Which is great. I thought Which it was great. great. I thought the homage is really cool to him. I had, I enjoyed a lot of things about her. There's just, just the end. It's the third act, like we keep talking about. I think she was well-written because, and here's why I would say this. In, in this universe, she knows the ramifications of what has happened. She knew who Shiri was the moment she walked in. I think this is a circumstance of if Wakanda asks you to fight, you're going to fight. And if Wakanda is going to resource you when you have the capability of building and creating and generating these types of weaponry, you're going to go fight, especially when I don't think she needs motivation, Robbie, when the whole premise of the movie is Namor is trying to kill her. I I don't think she requires a motivational shift in tone change. If I tell you that Mark is going to try to kill you, are you just willing to kill Mark and his whole family? (laughs) Um, depends. Does Mark have winged feet and superhuman strength and command an army? Well, he's not. Well, Mark isn't there. Mark bombs. Mark isn't there. It's just his family. No, I I think this is that's a null and void point because the whole point of this is (laughs) that's a ridiculous claim. That's like the Sean Connery, uh, James Bond argument. It's it it doesn't work in this case. No, I think I think it's I. I we're not going to agree on this. I just no, think we it's won't. very it's weak. And I think it was I think it was just lazy that she just like, oh, now I'm willing to do all this. It's the same. In my opinion, it's kind of the same how I feel. And I, I might get hate for this, but I let Spider-Man showing up to fight Captain America the first time just because Tony Stark said so kind of had that same feel. But it was but they made it work. But just just she's just totally willing just to go out there. Yeah, and if Wakanda calls you, you go. Because she was saved, remember? Like that's that's what set it up is um is uh you know uh why am I blanking her name? The Okoye. Uh, yeah, no no no. Um the mom who like saved her life. Like that's why oh, like, that's uh, Angela Bassett's um Ramondra. Thank you. Ramonda oh, yeah. saves Ramonda uh, for you. Sorry. Ramonda saves Ruby Williams' life after Namor attacked Wakanda. And like that's that's like her catalyst. Like, yeah, she's gonna go slaughter tons of Namor's people because you know, well, not tons because they they were getting their butts kicked. Well, yeah, they got know. their world rocked by them. Yeah, we're gonna talk about that in a sec too. Yeah, we yeah. will. Um, let's let's oh, talk about one, Ramona one real quick. T- go ahead, Mark. One Sorry. little tidbit. So, like, you know, in the beginning of this movie, 
we're following Lake Bell, who's playing Dr. Graham, uh, who is the voice of the Black Widow from What If. Just, you know, throwing yeah. that out there. That was interesting, yeah. Um, that clearly people, like, and that's what, what we also got set up, is, like, clearly people are, like, like countries are, like, wanting vibranium, will do anything for it, because clearly it's, like, a top dog resource. And want like Wakanda to like just give it all up is I think what is fascinating. Like, well, like and the funny the thing was spirit. Chadwick Boseman's T'Challa ends Black Panther saying you guys can come on in. Right. So like that I whole story arc, whatever that was McDonald's in Wakanda and we didn't yeah, get any of it. That, that got derailed because of his death essentially. And like, it makes sense in the story. They're like, no, absolutely not. We're not doing that. Our King is dead. Like I totally get, to me, that those pieces of the story fill in, and that works for me. Ramonda, Angela Bassett, I thought she was, this was an incredible movie for her. She was strong, powerful. She was the queen. Really felt Angela Bassett's role in this. I thought she did a tremendous job. Probably the best actress in this movie, in my opinion. I I thought she was tremendous. I would six out of six her performance. Uh, in, in the camp of the Wakandans, she probably did the best in my opinion maybe Letitia right in my opinion i know you guys don't agree with that but she for sure it was great okoy i think did a really good job they don't mm. give her a lot to work with but they did not this movie <laughs> they did not give her yeah. but i just wanted to highlight angela bassett's character um okoy yeah i, I mean yeah, robbie we could talk about that i mean i i was fascinated that they sidelined her they took away the one thing that she wanted the most which was interesting which is to be a general and they did kind of set up. I, I agree. Like story wise, it did kind of look there for a little bit. Like, is she going to get the Black Panther job? Is she she was my pick to be Black Panther. I don't know. We did this on one of the episodes where we said, who do we think is going to be? And I said, Okoye, I thought that would have made sense because then you have you do have, you know, one of those ones that Killmonger was talking about. You have a vengeful then queen. Or maybe she doesn't have to be queen. Maybe she's just the Black Panther and Shuri can be queen. And they can figure that out because that's what I thought they were going to do. Yeah. But didn't go that way. Nope, didn't. Mark, thoughts on Akoi? Uh, I, same thing. I really thought they were setting up her to be Black Panther. And I, you know, without any, like, discussion... They just stripped her of her title and, you know, then they put her in a weird looking blue suit. And that's what we got out of the Koye. Did you did you feel did you feel it was ridiculous that Ramonda did that to her? Yeah, I think it was without like because I feel like the rest of the council like maybe we should like, you know, not be so hasty on this decision. Yeah, especially but after what happened. I loved Mbaku's rhetoric of like, yeah, you guys like totally just gave the throne over to Killmonger. That's that's a good idea. Oh, well, I Go loved that, that whole dialogue too when they brought up Killmonger and all that stuff. How they like they still are a little salty with each other about that. As they should be. That was all their fault. That's the whole point of the first Black Panther. That's the whole point. Um, yeah, I I agree, guys. I think Akoya really got short the short end of the stick on this one. I think you guys are very correct on that. I think we are aligned there. Let's talk about. Tina Huerta as Namor. Um, I got to tell you guys, I when I was a kid, I had these I would get the like Fantastic Four collection books at Barnes and Noble and I'd read these things. And Namor was always one of my favorites. And I've always felt like Marvel has a better character in the water than DC. I feel like DC's pretty much got everything else covered in terms of like powers level, but I've always felt Namor is just better than Aquaman and man, did they showcase that in this? And if I am 
And I'm going to say this. If I am James Cameron, I am livid that Marvel beat me to the blue people in water storyline going into this because I thought this was the this was the cool part of the movie. Uh, Tinoch Huerta, especially, I thought was this is his first movie ever. This is a new person. So, again, Marvel just plucking random people and making them stars. This is another example of that. And uh, he plays Namor. What did you guys think of Namor? And what did you think of Talakan and his army of uh, of Atlanteans, essentially, and the Mesopotamian my, background? My first opinion would be uh, Aquaman would wipe the floor with Namor's body. Just, just crushed. Just putting not that even out there. That's having fine. Said, it's having not even said, a sight. Having said that, because well, I'm gonna go back. With I, his claw, I, he'd take it with his claw. He he would call like every giant sea monster beast to also take his turn wiping the floor with Namor's body. That's how much more powerful. Welcome Aquaman to the is. Infinity Bros podcast, the two v one podcast. <laughs> um, having said all that, I was so pumped that Namor was going to be in this because to me that was like AI called it an end game. With those. Yep, you called it. Great job, Mark. That, that, that's what up. that's what Black Panther Two is going to be. It's going to show Namor. Um, the other thing is, this sets up Illuminati because potentially he'll be in the MCU's Illuminati. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought the dude put like just like gr- great. I loved I loved his portrayal of Namor, where it was kind of like menacing and like heartless, and very much like for his people. I really thought, you know, later on when I started seeing more of his people be blue, I was just like, okay, uh, you know, maybe that's Apocalypse's influence. And like, especially like when there's that fight scene on the bridge with the cops where a couple of those people get killed and they regenerate. I was like, oh, that's who regenerates pretty fast or has that ability? Apocalypse. Hmm, Like I was like, and then even Namor in the movie says that he's a mutant. So I'm like, well, how would he know he's a mutant? If How would he know that? Maybe Apocalypse told him. Sure. And then right. literally the whole movie, he like explain it gets all explained and there's like no holes in his explanation of how things are. And I'm like, dang it. There's no there's no getting into the weeds with his story. So he's just interesting. Up. That's that's a really interesting theory, Mark. I like that a lot. So but anyways, with all that, I just I thought it was perfect. I really think it would have been like if if Chadwick Boseman was still with us, I think we would have got a way better oh, dialogue yes. between Black Panther, Chadwick Boseman <laughs> Oh yeah! And, oh my and Namor. That fight at the end would have been. Uh, I, I think that is where we could have really seen a great fight too. Do you think they would have spent more money on CGI? And they wouldn't money. have had to spend money to better. make Chadwick Boseman into a CGI person standing there looking at him. Right? I mean, they would have. They could have put that budget right. towards other things. <laughs> Do you think yeah. any of that? Like maybe during that time when they were working on that, that's when uh, Tisha Wright, right, this actress was hurt because wasn't she like injured yeah was, like, she got for, like, hurt six yeah that's a good for question. a while yeah and like they still worked on some like cgi maybe like, it was just a maybe it was just an homage to chadwick boseman you know an, an extra homage just terrible cgi <laughs> oh, well i mean she uh, uh it is important to note too that coogler had his first draft written and boseman had sure. read it so oh man he had so it written that would be interesting <clears throat> this if like that's out in the ether to see what that first draft was going to be. Yeah, that'll like, be going to be the same thing just without the the funerals and stuff. 
with this when this MCU thing is done, I would imagine that will be on the. Uh, I hope. I bet that I information. Hope, I bet we would have got. I bet we would have got more about his family and his son and everything. I yes. bet that would have been. I bet that would have been. And one of the quotes that's been floating around, I do know, is they said that at least this is from Coogler. Coogler said they were going to explore Bozeman grieving his loss for five years. Robbie, you're absolutely correct. They were going to explore his loss of fatherlessness there. Hmm. That would have been it would have been him sobbing in that. The other thing I want to go back real quick to the beginning before we get to to um, Namor is the fact that they did a funeral and there was no presence of any Avengers or no acknowledgement from an Avenger shown on TV or on the movie, excuse me, that frustrated me too. I just want to make that well, clear what, too. What Avengers is a year later, so what Avengers... Bucky Barnes off- not being there is ridiculous. Bucky Barnes should have been allowed to be there, in my opinion. Yeah. At okay. the bare minimum, okay. Bucky Barnes should have been there. I, I got you. I feel you, dog. That's all I'm saying. At um, the bare minimum. They, they fought a war <clears throat> for the world. You're telling me Doctor Strange can't get everybody to put them on a... They could have done a separate view. I'm just saying Bucky Barnes not being there for all that Bose that, that T'Challa did for yeah, him. Yeah, I, I agree because if they were all at Stark's yeah. funeral, you would think a majority yes. of them would also be there for right. Yes. Well, because okay, then now so, you have this you have now have this weird like once she shows up as Black Panther, then now there's gonna be this they this whole thing, other thing of dialogue that they have to get through. Cause like she's just gonna show up and they're gonna be like, Oh yeah. That's Black Panther. Duh. It'll be a like, that is that is weird. The line will I do, be I, I heard there I was another think about Black that, Panther. But I, I didn't know who it was. That's what the line will be. <clears throat> well, and but like that, that's just that's so lazy. I agree with you 100. That's so lazy. They should have. That's what it'll be. I didn't even think about this until right now. Like that should have been a thing. The All funeral, the Avengers the funeral should have been a thing. I said <laughs> that like Mark, you and I talked about this a couple weeks ago. I said if they don't have a scene like this, I'm going to be frustrated because <clears throat> yes, Wakanda plays the whole like oh we're better than everybody else. Thing, yeah, but. You guys were on the battlefield with Captain America in the biggest war for the universe. Don't tell me that at the bare minimum, Becky Barnes isn't there, that Sam Wilson isn't there, that Doctor Strange isn't there. Heck, I think the Wakanda, I mean, I I think the Guardians of the Galaxy would have come back. It's the same group of people that weren't there for the Scarlet Witch, so... Yeah, exactly. Right. It's just like so, that. That's what this this whole thing yeah, is. You're right. show is. No one's talking to each other. No one's connected. So when something big bad, there's comes, no Avengers anymore. When you're right. It's big just bad it's comes, they're going to be so <laughs> disassembled. You're right. That they're going to have to that people yeah. are going to get hurt. People are going to get right. lost. And the few that are left to fight are going to have to band together and probably go to space, the multiverse or other quantum realms to get people to fight the big bad. Yeah. And that's what's probably the setup. Okay. Back to Namor. So no one's shocked <clears throat> when, when Kang comes and like slaughters a ton of people and there's no yeah. Avengers to help. Yeah, I agree. So Namor, that would be interesting. Na- back to Namor. Namor okay. was so interesting too. Like I really liked a couple things that I liked were one, the sirens they used mm-hmm. where the, the women would come out of the water and then men would just yeah. jump in the water. That was awesome. Yeah. The water bomb sequences in slow motion were absolutely tremendous. That's where I think Coogler really crushed it, especially that scene where Riri Williams and um, Okoye and Shuri are escaping and they do the water bomb. And it's just like, uh, it was so great. I really, really enjoyed everything with Talakan. I really enjoyed all that. One other loophole you guys, t- you didn't talk about, but I thought was a fair point that I heard from somebody else was, if Namor's so hellbent on protecting his people, where was he in Infinity War and Endgame? 
if he's so protective of them. Yeah, because some of them would have disappeared. Hundred percent, fifty percent of them right. would have. I, I, he can be that way, and that's fine. But you, well, he, he to make mention, it that he was sealed off forever was just not the best way to approach that he, arc. He, he did say Her. that his city. He made a mention that the capital city had moved. Yeah. So maybe that's why, because he didn't expect that to happen. Sure. He he decided that as a people, we gotta go to, we gotta find a different location that's more secluded. Because maybe his thought was that was something that the surface brothers did. So it was just such a great moment, Mark, when him and her together, and for her to go, for him to go. Yep, and that's when we lost half of them. Mm -hmm. And for her to go, and that's when I lost my brother. Like for (laughs) for them. That would have been it. That would have been all they would have had to do. You could have done all the depth you need with both characters. You could have, because in that scene, you're showing Namor's affection for his people. Yeah. You could have accomplished that. I don't understand. That's such a big event. If you're going to use the consequences of the event, you need to at least reference it more than the one conversation well, this with Koi and Nakia. There's a lot of... I think issues with consequences just in phase four in general. Like we talked about it at the end of the the movie. It's like, so Namor's not going to mention the giant uh, eternal sticking out of the the other. You just like I brought that up at the end of the movie. I was like, this dude rules a sea and he's not a living in the uh, in the celestial or like any mention of it. It's like we're just all we have gotten from that is like a few. We're just like, ignoring it. Just like a few like it's in a yeah, it's like in there. the background of a of a show. Yeah. Like that's I agree it. guys. I agree with you on that. Yeah, those consequences got to be articulated at some point. I completely agree. That's completely fair rhetoric. Um we talked about Gosh. R- Ross someone, and someone mentioned the celestial notion. <laughs> yeah, just somebody say something. I mean, come on. Like, why Outside could the of, final battle there was... be on the celestial? I would have loved that. Could you imagine if that's where the final battle? That'd have been a great battle. That would have been yeah. a great battle. Um well yeah, and they, they were talked about they had to go somewhere secluded. That would have been excellent. Been that would have been perfect. Yeah. Oh there, gosh. there will be a battle on that celestial it. one day, Mark. You can or there'll be the actually new Avengers headquarters because that's they're the never going to bring it up. And the, and the no, Avengers they'll bring it up again. They, they have a plan for it. I just don't understand it. That's the thing. This this phase is really before. them restarting this whole thing, and I think they're even trying to figure mm. some things out. It's been obvious. The Everett Ross and Valentina Allegra de Fontaine mm. relationship. What the heck, um, Mark? You talk about parts that could have been cut out. This whole thing, yeah, we didn't yeah. need him. We didn't need her. Cut it out get him out of there made no sense yeah because this ends up with him now being living in wakanda as a fugitive for the rest of his life yeah <laughs> like that's what his storyline ends at so like what is he going to be doing in wakanda the rest of his life isn't isn't he going to be in secret invasion yeah he's going to be in secret invasion does he does he work for then he better um, find out in baku's a scroll that's that's going to be it yeah. He, he finds out Mbaku's a scroll and goes, "We've got big problems. Wakanda's got scrolls." You guys said you guys said they wanted a scroll in in Wakanda. Is he a it scroll? would make sense. I, uh, no, I don't think he's a scroll. No, he's. I don't think Ross is a scroll. It'd be cool though if he was. Uh, you, I don't. It makes sense. Just, it makes sense. You guys just always talk about other people. A good point. Scrolls. I just want. I just want to call someone a scroll. I think well, Ross is a scroll. Then, Robbie, make, he's a scroll. Yeah, right. that guy. That guy. Scroll watch twenty twenty two. There it is. Put it on. Not T'Challa's son. He's not a scroll. <laughs> no, he's 18 years old. Don't worry about well, it. Well, he totally could be a scroll then. He's, 18. he's getting older he's as 18 he's years getting... old. He's 35. <laughs> he's a grown man. He's got a mortgage and a minivan. 
<laughs> mortgage and um yeah i i thought i mean he's this, isaac edland this is this is one of those moments where marvel appears to be kind of doing the corporate thing where they're like you gotta put you gotta put people that are in future this this was the future stuff you wanted mark you talked about oh i wanted that future stuff in the post credit scene this is it they gave it to you in this and it just wasn't yeah. they're not doing well, a good job like showing the big plan thing, here y'all. yeah that's what i'm saying like i want like an extension like like here's here's the next step. Here's gonna be our little branch to the next movie or oh, what's going yeah, on. Yeah, they gotta clearly communicate like that. The Thanos they haven't done that at all. So like yeah. that type of stuff. Sure. That has been extremely frustrating. Or could it be like a shot of there's like, nothing. There's nothing. Yeah, like a shot of like in the quantum realm, just Kang doing some menacing crap. Like give us something like that. Just Kang eating an apple. Yeah, it wouldn't make Literally, sense. That could have all could have been Kang eating an apple. Would, yeah, they they would like, do it. Why is he eating that apple so menacingly? <laughs> That's what we talk about. That's this. Perfect. Mark, it's perfect. Mark's got a great point. Mark's got a great point. Um, and let's talk about the Michael B. Jordan scene. Mark, uh, she goes into the astral plane and you're thinking she's going to see her mom i kind of thought she was going to see her dad that's what i thought was gonna i happen. was thinking even at that point it was going to be Ch- uh chadwick boseman i really thought at that i point, thought the same thing oh that would have been i thought they were i thought they were going to do hologram chadwick boseman yeah, or something yeah. that's what i thought they were going to do and, and then they did yeah. killmonger i was not disappointed Which i was, was even more, yeah, that was more stunning delighted stunning biggest twist i was like of, the whole of movie. course it would be him yeah that like, d-bag oh. i love it He's Michael B. Jordan is so good as Killmonger. Like, I'm convinced what if exists just so we can get all those characters in the future Secret Wars movie as as real actors. I'm I'm convinced of it. I'm convinced they're trying to bring Killmonger back, and that's the way they're doing it in what if. I'm convinced. He's too good. He's just Please. so good. The, Robbie, you talk about this. The fact that they killed him, it just can you imagine if he was alive, how great he would have been in this movie? For like this, this, this is what they could have done. Like we they need, had the break. Need, they had to be like, "Hey, you're no longer in prison because we need yep. you to be." We the Black need Panther you to camp. fight Namor. Yeah. yeah, that would have been great. Oh my god, that would have been, and it would have been. Here's what you would have done, Robbie. If they don't kill, this is the story. Are you ready? Here we go. I'm ready. I'm Final ready. scene on the beach. Yeah, they're fighting Namor. She's she gets stabbed. She's wondering, what do I do? And she looks at him mm-hmm. and then he asks the question. He goes, are you me or are you bro- are you your brother? And that's when she makes the shift. Can you imagine how powerful that would have been if he said it? If he would have been the one that said it, that would have been awesome. That would have been tremendous. Killmonger's death. I agree with you, Robbie. Killmonger's death was such a stupid move by Marvel. Such a dumb move it's t- and the top three top three worst moves they've done i don't know if the other two are but it's up there it's definitely up there you can't one, have the foresight the to know what's going to happen with bozeman but like yeah he would have it just doesn't matter like stop killing stop killing good villains like like let's just stop killing them you know yeah let's just put them in tv shows and make them dance like zemo yeah, keep Zemo alive. Thank God. Well, Zemo's got to be in the Thunderbolts, so it's not his guy. Blame Kamagra's not in the Thunderbolts. He's really good at dancing, Robbie. Really good at dancing. Right. He's got to be in the Thunderbolts. Is he a scroll? No, nah, not a chance. He's not a scroll. Hey, if Killmonger could figure me. out how to kill Thanos, he should have been able to figure out how to survive an attack by you know the Black Panther. You know, Robbie. Yeah. What if the Killmonger we saw was a scroll and the real Killmonger still alive? 
in the astral plane or the, <laughs> yeah, the actual yeah it's one? a scroll the, killmonger yeah you, the, in the astral plane okay yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, hanging out with Bass. K- hanging could, out with could, all the all does the... King. Okay, does King have the ability to bring back Killmonger? Uh, <laughs> could he do that? He has access to the TVA. Don't you yawn at this? Yeah. Don't you dare could yawn you at do, this? Could he, he do you, that? You pontificate what all the time. Just, Don't yawn. I am, what if he just brings him in? Like I'm tired, bro. Like he like that like that's his like that's his right hand man or whatever. Oh King God. needs a guy to do his dirty like, work, and it's oh, Killmonger. It's, it's, it's Killmonger from like the what if, like in his full like yeah. all infinity suit. Shirt. Oh my gosh! Like he's oh my full gosh. control over King. Yeah, like, as King has full control over him. That would be yeah. mind blowing. Uh, please. Uh, please. Last last notes before we talk about the future here. Um, I want it. We didn't talk about this a ton, but like, just, I loved the, the way they use the culture of, um, Mesopotamia and that like history in, mm, in yeah. Namor's culture. I, we don't have to go through that a ton, but just the storytelling with, with everything Namor was agreed. I, I've heard some people kind of talk about how his scene where he was a kid and he comes back to bury his mom isn't good. And I was like, that was a great that was opposite arc to, what's going on with shuri who said earlier she wanted to burn everything down additionally it was a great addition to the things killmonger said i just i i really i think kugler although he had some things that were like really annoying to to see on the screen he really crushed namor to me like he really really outdid it because namor and and, and aquaman like it was always the joke with aquaman and ant-man and namor was like how do you make these characters formidable and scary and i think in the case of momoa they went with the direction of we're going to make him you know more beefy more of a bro more of a surfer bro and lean into that culture and then with this one they lean more into the culture of you know mesopotamia and you know obviously going on the opposite arc of the black panther and i think it really worked for them here and i i'm interested to see how he's used in the future and that was my question to you guys how are they going to use talakan in the future in this universe they have to use him and additionally mark if this is the guy that plays namor does reed richard's wife sue storm stand a chance to stay with reed this guy is an absolute dude and he he's gonna absolutely steal reed richard's wife like that there's totally that fantastic four movie fantastic four two just go ahead and write it down right now mark reed richard's wife what? is going to be what does that mean? What is, is going? What? Namor is going to attempt to are steal his wife in Fantastic Four the, the guy that can't go in a sauna. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's brilliant. That's brilliant. It's a great so argument. Yeah, it'll be interesting because kind of, you know, he gets a little, you know, sass at the end about like just giving up, even though like a ton of his people got killed and he killed a bunch of Wakanda people and everyone just went home. Yeah, like, nothing happened. clearly winning. Yeah, um, like no repercussions. Yeah, we haven't even got we haven't even got to that about what me and Mark are really um, like fired up about. Well, we can talk about it. But it'd be interesting, like what they're gonna do to get him back out of the water at this point. Sure. So how how does that happen? Or does he or does something happen where Sh- Shiri calls him and be like, hey, we need your help? Yeah, I think it's like that. I think it's a similar situation to kind of Captain America with Well, and that's what that's what he said Chala. when he was talking to I, can't, I forget what that lady whose name was was like they're gonna need me kind of thing when he was talking at the end there um that like he's gonna be around he's gonna be a menace basically for the wakandans for a long time so 
But the thing that we didn't get into is what me and Mark were kind of the grumpiest about was like, so, okay, you have Namor defeated by Asana, essentially, right? And then they, like, Shuri beats him on the beach, and then they just go back on the ship, and, like, there's, like, ten Wakandans and, like, a thousand... A sea of dead bodies uh, around the ship. Basically. Yeah, and then and, and then all of Namor's people are standing there, and you're like, time to go home, guys. The game's over. Yeah, there's like, it's over. This is it. It's like, uh, Namor, I think you could just, like, you guys could just you could decide to attack her right now. I think you would win. Like his people should have been a like, very good chance. We all have all their main characters right here circled. We can kill them all yeah. now. And then yeah. was like, now nah, we're done. Guys. It's like, OK, Mark, Mark, it's it's like House of Dragon, the end of House of Dragon, where uh, what's her name is on the dragon in front of all of the family that wronged yeah. them. And she like could have killed them with a dragon. But she's like, you know what? I think the story needs to go on and then leaves. Like, that's the same freaking thing. Like, this is just like plot armor where it's like. There's 10 of them. There's a thousand of you. There's no way they can win now. Like, you can end this. It can be over right now. And they're just like, nah, yep. Wakanda forever. Yeah. Yeah. And then they just they just move on. I just it just like those are the things that in the third act that just like, OK, that makes for like a satisfying ending, I suppose, but not for like a good ending, I suppose, is what I'm trying was what we're getting at here. Yeah, I don't I, I have a hard time defending the third act um, in those kinds of things. So I don't think you guys are crazy for that. Or like when Wakanda oh. also gets attacked earlier in the second act and then they just move on. Yes. And then, yeah, like no, like no funerals for those people that probably died. Yeah, and all I, the people that I just didn't go earlier when uh, when Okoye and Shiri go to get Riri at the, or like bring her to her um her like uh warehouse area and they like oh no the cops lead or yeah fled and then they get like cornered by the cops around the bridge and then the you know namor's people come and like they just like kill the cops like no problem and like no repercussions there like blaming that shiri williams is a cop killer like it's just like like literally no like if if you're not a main player and you get killed it don't matter in this movie like there's just no repercussions whatsoever Cops getting killed, that's diplomatic community. But yeah, I think for me, like my brain fills in some of fills in some of the gaps there like a comic book. But I, I get it. I get the argument. That's fair. Those aren't big gripes for me that I, I can hear the big gripe of like you have all their main characters surrounded and they're just not fighting. I get that. That's fair. <laughs> Completely fair. Yeah, Brian Coogler needs Brian Coogler should Brian Coogler just have needs someone else, somebody should have someone else do his third act. Yeah, just just talk right where like right what he wants to get yes. to, and then just have someone else like write the entire thing. <laughs> the third act is where Coogler just loses this. Here, it's like it's it doesn't lose. I, I take it back. He doesn't lose it to me. He loses it in the action sequences. I I got the arc of of Shuri. It, it worked for me. It is. The execution of the fighting and what it needs to do for the storytelling doesn't necessarily work. And this felt similar to Black Panther, the first one, but way worse, in my opinion. In comparison, because I think the first one's still a six out of six, even with the poor CGI and killing Killmonger. Yeah, Robbie, I totally align with you on that. <laughs> That's imagine if they had him, what they could have done. They could have done a lot. So with many him things they could have done. done a lot if he was. Well, he could have been in so many things since Black Panther. Oh my word! He would have been in Infinity War. Yeah, that's where he would have gotten out. 
Oh my gosh, that would have been amazing. He would have been out. He'd have been fighting along the raccoon. Oh Can gosh, you imagine? what would he have done? What Can you imagine him done? talking to Captain America? Can you imagine what he would have been like a, a horrible person to Captain America to his face? And we would have got him versus Thanos because he would have. Yeah, he's he the type of guy that like it. thinks he can take Thanos by himself. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no doubt. Oh no <laughs> doubt. He would have been like, hey, Doctor Strange, don't do that turning or, for the water. Just let the water come in. Yeah. I got this. I can take all of them yeah. myself. He'd have been one dude, of those dude. people trying to well, grab that, dude, that gauntlet. At could the you wait, wait, could you could you have imagined Killmonger and Black Panther fighting Thanos at the same time? Oh, that how been sick cool. would that how sick would that scene have been? Yeah. Yeah, to, yeah, that would have been cool. There's some cool things they could have done with him. I agree. I agree. Ridiculous. Um, regardless, I really liked this movie. I still gave it a 5.2 out of 6. I, Again, I I really, really praise Coogler here. This is this was a hard, hard movie to make. Yeah, I agreed. And in some ways, I, I, there's an argument to me. Maybe this is the most important movie they've made to date. Um, given the circumstances and what this w- corner of the Marvel cinematic universe means to a lot of the culture. So, um, yeah, but anything else to add marker Robbie before we close any gripes you missing that I can let you air out. I, I got nothing else for you, dog. I think Mbaku's a, a scroll mark. I think that explains his erratic behavior. I would agree. That makes sense. It makes a lot of sense. It makes sense why he would act the way he did after they died. After after I just love I just love you guys calling anything that any it could just be bad writing and you guys just <clears> no, no, scroll, no, scroll. which I it's love. Intentional. It's intentional. It's intentional. There's no way they can badly write. <laughs> That's what? my favorite. I love it. Uh Robbie, anything to add? Uh no, I'm I'm encouraged by what, okay, does, do you guys know what's the plan for Ironheart? Is she getting her own movie, a show? Like, what's 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 she's going getting on there? a show, and that's where I'm Sasha Baron Cohen is is allegedly okay. playing Mephisto. Allegedly. I am down for her to have her own show because I really enjoyed her as an actress. I just didn't agree with how they handled her at the end there, but everything else as an actress and like her delivery and everything was great. I I loved everything about it. Um, just not the power Ranger suit and her just willingness to I think it even harder and looks more like the original dragon sword like like combo so like that's what her suit looks like I would yeah. love it they're just like nope we're gonna be on the nose with this keep it keep it real she just has one in every single color and they all have different abilities yep. I love that bit Mark <clears throat> love that bit oh my gosh I hate that so much all right. Uh, well, this is the end of our podcast. Uh, thank you so much for listening. As always, love you guys 3000. Uh, we talk about everything we talked about here on this link in the show notes. You also can check out our tribute we did for Chadwick Bozeman, episode 49, if you just want to go look it up. But it will be in the link in the show notes as well if you want to listen to our thoughts uh, uh, immediately after he had passed. So we love you guys 3000. We'll see you later. See ya. Bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to the Infinity Bros Podcast. You can find the Infinity Bros on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at the Infinity Bros. Feel free to send listener feedback via email at infinitybrospodcast at gmail.com.